Hey, that's not rubbish. Hey, I'm Lexi, a big fat circular fashion groupie. And I'm Madison, an upcycled clothing stan. And we are here again to talk about upcycling, you know, add to the combo. And to start off today's podcast, I guess we're just gonna jump right into it with a little bit of good news because we've already introduced ourselves in the previous podcast. So if you missed that one, go back and check it out. This time we will be focusing on upcycling in pop culture world and some history. So to jump back to that good news, we are going to highlight the entrepreneurs that started the company Deserto, which is actually leather that is made from cacti. These two Mexican brothers, Adrian Lopez Velarde and Marte Cazares, have created like insane cacti leather products from just their desert around them. So that's a tidbit of information for your day. It's something yeah, to look and huge win to the animals out there. And they're like jumping for joy. They're not going to get hunted down anymore. So. I love that. Well, I guess okay. we'll kind of take it back to the basics now right. and kind of just what even is upcycling if you're here just to listen for a second <laughs> upcycling <tell> right <laughs> upcycling basically refers to clothing items that have been repurposed or transformed from their original form into something new and unique so it takes like all these pre-existing clothing materials even people use like tech wires now and like old cape you know what i mean like crazy yeah. so many innovative upcycling ideas out there from literally trash that's not rubbish no no clearly because people are using it to cover their bodies in insane ways like even nicole mclaughlin with her croissant bras yes she's a queen she's the god of upcycling if you do not know Yes. Really? Yeah. But like people are using old food and like Dauphinette uses like stale old bread to create lamps, things like that, where it's like these everyday materials, businesses and brands are thinking about how they can reuse them and create something new out of them. So it's amazing. It's cool. It's It's amazing. Unreal. Every time I see it, it blows me away. It just, I don't even want to throw things away anymore. I'm just like, what can I do with this? But yeah, I mean, I, I think upcycling has become such a big thing. Like it's so creative, but it's also pretty simple in a lot of ways. Like I think we've all seen it back in childhood, no matter where we grew up. Like think of a crop top. Like you would buy these old t-shirts or just you were growing up, maybe middle school, took a little scissor to the t-shirt and made a little crop top. Maybe you played middle school sports and you brought a little ponytail and tied it up to show off your little butt. But yeah. No, remember? <laughs> did you add like beads to your the top yes, of your shirt? You're going to a concert, like a One Direction concert. Yeah. Like, no, it's like, like where are the beads? Like where are the beads? And there's like a handful of like random. Oh, like final. Yeah. So like, oh, like quickly, God. like. <laughs> Maybe I'm not just a groupie. Maybe I am a cyclist. 
So yeah, I think it's been everywhere, even just like quilts, patchwork, the mason jars, um, tie dye was huge during the pandemic. I saw everyone was getting in their closet and just making stuff, cutting it up, tie dyeing it. Bleached it too. Oh, yeah. I know I I know I was a part of those groups. I was so stir crazy. <laughs> a lot of people I thought was really cool. And this is a quick upcycle. If you're kind of becoming a more minimalist, you like your basics is a lot of people were taking like their old like neon clothes, a lot of just statement pieces they weren't really into, but they still liked the structure and the quality of it. So they were dyeing them just like brown or black and just making these basics out of clothes they already had. That's what I saw too. I yeah. saw people like mud dyeing and like Yeah, that's cool. Like, and like yeah, black bean dyeing to like change everything one color. Mm-hmm. What the hell, black bean dyeing? What the hell? Like that's just so yeah. people's brains go right. Wow. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Even like, um, I could go on and on. But even when you were like on vacation, that those Y two K like Starburst wrappers turn into wallets or those can tops. Yeah, you see those every day. You see them all the time. I guess our point is that there's always examples around us about upcycling. Yeah, definitely. So, and I guess to take it back, all the way back, it's always been around. And lately, it's it's shifting from a need to a want mm-hmm. That's right? interesting. yeah yeah definitely yeah went from lack of resources to excess resources so I know during um the world war one there was a lot of clothing rationings and there was even like an upcycle campaign the the make do and men campaign which taught women how to wash their clothes so it would last longer and prevent damage so that was it was really cool to see like a government initiative to do it to encourage upcycling but I mean obviously times were different it wasn't wow a government initiative who (laughs) a government initiative shout out woman for really being at the forefront of upcycling efforts and um, everything else way back yeah they would collect I mean things that we see now you know old clothing curtains rugs and like coffee bean sacks flower sacks and create quilts and things for their family and even sometimes they had to reuse the materials to create products for the soldiers like bags right so it's always been there and it's so exciting to see it come back it really is and I mean yeah so upcycling was definitely a day-to-day thing there even Martha Washington's old gowns were made into sewing case and Martha Washington I mean George Washington was the first president so like this woman was the first lady of America. Like she was the shit back then. And a lot of other examples where upcycling was used as a want or a form of luxury. Reused materials of expensive garments were treasured. I mean, people of high status were buying unreal gowns as a way to show off like what they had, but they wouldn't just throw it away like to follow the next trend. Like they would keep their clothing and fabrics around and like have a designer revamp it into different styles because they just love the materials itself um, and they would adapt the materials to the trends. This was Queen Victoria. I mean, Princess Alexandra of Denmark. Alexandra, a princess of Wales, had her wedding dress made into an evening gown. So there was just no shame in, in upcycling. They thought of their clothes as sacred. They took so much pride in them. They chose to represent them. And they didn't look at these materials as trash. They weren't above all that. They just simply acknowledged that there was more life left in them. Um, so that's, I think that's really interesting. I think that's a good perspective to readapt. Exactly. There is a very artistic view of upcycling. Mm-hmm. I think it can even, 
you know, play part in 1950s, 60 junk art era, right. where, you know, Duchamp and his fountain and how he just takes a fountain and signs a name on it. But it's, that a name, it's a urinal. It's a urinal. It's a fucking urinal. And he calls it the fountain. Yes. That's true. <laughs> yes, it's a urinal. That's why it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But the other part of it is like, he didn't even sign his own name on it. So it's seen as lesser value now because it's not associated with the famous artist. Right. And that kind of is kind of a bit of foreshadowing with this idea of fashion giants stealing little artist designs and coining these designs as their own just because they can, like they got the eyes on them. So exactly. Yeah, the 1950s and 1960s were a huge junk art era. Um, I love junk art. I recently went to Joshua Tree last month and the whole city revolves around, I don't know the word, just per not persistence, but preserving. Yeah, preserving materials and bringing more life into them using that. There's a lot of junk art. There's this whole outdoor desert museum by Noah Perfoy. Um, Art Queen is another little section. I, I If you haven't been, it's hard to describe, but it's just like there's toilet stacks on top of each other. There's glass bottles made into cactuses. Like it's just, it's all garbage. It is, well, it's not, you know, but it is like, if you look at it, it's just like, what is this doing here? But it all just makes sense. And it all looks really great. Joshua Tree is beautiful. And it's just everything you've forgotten about once you've used it in daily life that is just looked at it a different way. Love that. Yeah, it's really cool. You should go Madison. You would love it. I should. Yeah. Kind of like the Heidelberg Project almost. Exactly. But desert. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like desert. Yeah. And then um, I think this one's more relevant to us. But fast forward the next decade, you go to 1970s, 80s, that grunge scenes popping up, more self-expression and upcycling your clothes with like the stretching of jeans, the safety yeah. pins and just kind of customization. I think that's kind of where we're gravitating now is that the shift from needing to upcycle to wanting to. So I think that's kind of fast closest to where we are now with the rise of thrift and the secondhand upcycling and you like a fashion student figuring, navigating the world and challenging it and wanting to do it this way. You don't need to, you want to. And that's awesome. You're awesome, Madison. You're the best. (laughs) It's not just me though. A lot of others are out there really trying to push change. So that's what, I'm excited about I'm excited about you guys too and I just want to promote you guys you guys are so cool um really I needed that don't worry (laughs) don't worry sometimes I do (laughs) yeah it's been around forever I mean even if the intentions change upcycling is alive and well but I think that the actual term upcycling wasn't used until 1994 so literally within the last 30 years um and it was brought up by I don't know how to say his name Reiner Pills in in architecture and antique magazine called Salvo um and he kind of posed the question it's he looked at recycling as downsizing but he's like why don't we have anything that's upsizing let's upcycle so that was the first time it was a philosophical political question to battle climate change even 1994 so it's interesting that there wasn't a word for what was happening I like that, like downsizing, downsizing. Yeah. But you're upcycling something else. We don't have to go backwards, you know, let's let's build upon, let's reach our full potential is how I like to think of upcycling. 
yeah so I guess um the upcycling history because there wasn't a word for it it's not so well known it's more so just that shift from need to want we had a lack of resources and now we've reached since the industrial revolution learning how to mass produce stuff we think we need to yeah but take a second look one thing I would love to do I think this would be really fun is to go through some iconic looks that could have been upcycled you know just like oh yeah like you don't need to but you can like why not so it might yeah it might give some ideas too especially yeah yeah so like between like Met Gala's like just like these iconic pop culture looks that I can reimagine I mean I couldn't make them but I think some talented upcycler could Madison no (laughs) you can commission me yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we'll get on the list I think first of all everyone knows this look 2001 American Music Awards start off simple the Britney denim look with Timberlake I mean no I love we'll do a little Halloween costume for you oh my god Justin okay I'll be Britney (laughs) that's like okay it's done rock paper scissor over that one I was like oh (laughs) fair enough (laughs) so yeah the Britney look could totally be denim like I'm surprised it wasn't I think now if it was made now I think it would have been definitely yeah definitely 100% upcycled denim I know it's one of like the most I think if you're new to the scene you'll see upcycled reconstructed denim a lot because I heard it's like one of the easier materials to work with and we have so many jeans in the world yeah yeah what's what's another let's talk about actually the cobras madonna's you know 1990 like a virgin because i see people you know taping their like body forms and their dress forms Mm -hmm. to create cone shapes like that too and i feel like that's taken inspiration from her but imagine if that one was upcycled right it's very like recycled silks mattress materials sheets texture look so i could definitely see that Okay, so this isn't an iconic look. It's more of an like, iconic aesthetic. My Harry Potter fans, you know, like that mystical academia look. Also, right now, I mean, how many tie skirts have we seen around? Imagine if that was in Harry one. Potter. Yeah. Um, I think a tie skirt would look really fucking cute on Hermione. Ugh, I know I say it weird. Hermione or Hermione. I think upcycling is very Ravenclaw, you know, like that resourcefulness. Er. <laughs> I'm actually a Slytherin. Do you know what you are? Um, I don't know. I haven't. I should probably take the test. I think you should. I think you'd be like a Gryffindor. Prob. Yeah, you're like brave. You know, Thank you're challenging you. the fashion industry. Yeah, that's okay. So scary. I'll take it. Voldemort has no place in the upcycling industry. Just so you know. Yeah. No, we're aware. He shops Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He would. He would. <laughs> no, he'd copy our tie skirt design. No, he would. He's such a rat. He's so yeah, yeah. Over and over again. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Can we, yeah, let's move on from Harry Potter, actually. And yeah, we can't do this all day. Let's, let's step it up a little and yeah. talk about, I want the Met Gala to do an upcycled theme. Yes. I know. Just imagine how insane it would be i think of the camp met gala theme times oh, 10. Times, 10. times 10 everyone yeah. thought camp was so bad too remember okay, well, everyone like 
shit on everything I feel okay well it was awesome it was false (laughs) I mean I don't really I don't like dislike any of them I think they've all been amazing it'd be so good it'd be so good Anna Wintour if you're listening you probably are by now it's our second episode so make it happen we'll talk after but yeah, I think I think half the time I'm watching the Met Gala, I'm like, that could have been off cycle. Like that could have been, or it would have been so much cooler if it was. I think, I mean, it's not upcycled, but it's circular. But it's been really cool to see more celebrities reusing runway looks. This this last year, there was like three reused runway looks, and they were like one of the most loved ones. Like Margot Robbie wore that vintage Chanel that was originally worn by Cindy Crawford. Dua Lipa also wore vintage Chanel and she was everywhere. Like everyone loved her look. So yeah, how do we feel about that? I think that's so optimistic and I think it's really cool. It is. And it also will inspire people to be like, oh, if celebrities wear their stuff, I can too. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Because so for high celebrities to, you know, be into circular fashion and realize I can rewear this, this is cool it is going to inspire a lot of people, even if you don't think it will, but it will just in the slightest sense. It's going to inspire overall pop culture as we see it's doing now. Right. I mean, the Kardashians might as well get more sustainable. I remember one year the Met Gala came wore a Givenchy dress that was actually like duped the couch dress because it looked just like a couch. So, I mean, you might as well get a little ethical in it, wouldn't you? Right. So I really loved seeing that recycled ups, like the reused looks but a lot of people were kind of questioned how it was styled like I know with the Dua Lipa vintage Chanel dress there was originally a top hat in the original look and a lot of people were like where's the hat like why didn't she have the hat like that's stupid um I totally agreed disagreed I think it was more interesting to see how different celebrities or different stylists style it almost reminds me of like the who wore it best quizzes in the magazines which I loved so yeah what do you think what do our viewers think I think I love always seeing the like the 1990s version and then like the version now yeah and how they took it back then and how they interpreted it in today's culture and climate yeah that's so it's interesting I love right and I'm always like oh my gosh that's so cute that they wore it again because I'm like they're like they're a real person (laughs) I don't like I rewear my stuff so much you know and so kind of like yeah okay they're they're, that's good good. we're good yeah we're good we're good but yeah it's definitely cool to see like the new life that different personality because I mean like you're how you dress is supposed to be like an expression of who you are like I know we don't know celebrities as well as you might think we do but we kind of have a grasp of their brand or the picture they want to put out and it's I don't think you should fit in the mold of like the pre look I think that's what fashion's all about is like mixing it up experimenting and I mean, on our end, like the circular fashion is, it is breathing that new life into the same piece of clothes. So shout out Dua, ditch the top hat. No, uh, it's it's super exciting to see like people out there being involved in circular fashion and upcycling and even celebrities who shop small and shop upcycle, upcycled businesses. I know Bella Hadid shops small, Julia Fox supports a lot of upcycled she's you know, awesome. businesses. She's awesome. So it's definitely, it's always been there and it's coming back. It is. Yeah, Julia Fox is awesome. Bella Hadid also, um, we just posted her on Instagram like a week or so and she just stunned on Vogue Italy's cover in this 
keyboard dress with an AI generated background. So that is just so future like that, like upcycling is a future. If you're hand in hand with AI like that, I mean, it's kind of a mind fuck, but it's really yeah. cool. <laughs> and yeah, I also, I mean, Avril Lavigne in Frisk Me Good, which is another designer we just posted who is turning sneakers and sports equipment into like different corsets. But Avril Lavigne just wore one of Frisk Me Good's glove dresses on Bazaar Vietnam in January 2022. So that was over a year ago across the world. Let's get hip. Like it's everywhere. You know, I mean, you're kind of behind. So we are behind. Yeah, this is the future and, and it's very cool. I'm very optimistic about it. Me too. And I think we're both here just to educate and help people realize that that's not rubbish. It's so, not rubbish. Not rubbish. <laughs> Okay, I think we talked about a lot of good stuff today. I think one thing I want to leave off to think about, a little inspiration is the little challenge by Remake Our World, the No New Clothes Summer Challenge. So for the next 90 days, no new clothes. And don't freak out. That doesn't mean no shopping. Just why don't you look up some upcyclers? Why don't you go thrift shop and this will go on Depop? I think exactly. Yeah. I think the No New Clothes Summer is more of like a no 100% new material exactly that's so we all we are going to need things in the next 90 days so it's trying to get people to seek those alternative resources and yeah so i will do this if you do this let's do it let's bow madison let's bow locking it in should we kiss should we oh okay (laughs) (laughs) it's a bow (laughs) so that's a fun challenge for the summer but I mean, it does get tough when it comes to like the swimwear department, but we'll definitely talk about that on an upcoming episode. And then I also am challenging Madison to a spelling bee. And then I think that'll Yay. be fun. <laughs> that will be fun. Yeah. So I think we have, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up. But again, thank you guys so much for coming to our first episode. I know um, if you know me, this is super embarrassing. Um, but I'm it's so cool <laughs> that you guys are here. <laughs> If you know me, don't listen. If you know me, don't say anything. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do part really of our journey. So it's much appreciated, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.